0: Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in the health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swinson-Ridley. Today, we are diving into something I have been working on and thinking about and ruminating over based on conversations I've had either with new clients or you know just women in the community in our free community and also with my clients. And that is you know can we boil down and simplify the process to really transforming our hormones and I feel like I've done it. So I'm going to talk about the five steps that are necessary to do that. But before I even get into that, I just wanted to share and kind of reiterate. It's been a little while since I've talked about on the show, like why I do what I do and you know how I got into doing this. It's just something I always ask the women I interview on the show. And so I wanted to, you know, just jump into some of that briefly. And then we're gonna talk about okay, what, what the heck did we actually do to get our bodies in balance and is that balance even achievable? This is a question I posed last week. I got crickets to it, but you know, I think it's interesting. So we're gonna talk about it. Um that could have been Facebook algorithms. It's all good. (laughs) So you know I most I think everyone knows my story uh to an extent on the show, but you know, I experienced I'm 37 at the time I'm recording this in 2022, right? When I was about 33, 34, uh things hit the fan in many ways in my life. Um, I had gone through a divorce. I was dealing with kind of the fallout of all that high stress, you know, not a, a, there was trauma involved in that relationship, emotional trauma, and we're gonna talk more about that because that's actually one of the steps that I'm gonna go over, but you know, lots of emotional abuse is just kind of putting me down all the time. And so I, I came out of that marriage like a shell of a person, my wrist was torn in six places from my career as a chiropractor. I had this huge business, and you know, at, shortly after divorce, went through the process of buying and remodeling a building, and like had had a team with twelve people. And we, our biggest year, you know, I basically had a seven figure business. We built out that much and collected close to that. Our our biggest year in that practice, and I had this moment where I walked upstairs in you know this beautifully remodeled office and all of this stuff. I was a single mom at the time, all the things. And I looked around and I was just like, oh, this is not the dream. And like, what have I done? Because I felt so trapped, so stuck, you know, and, and from that point, a lot of things went wrong, you know, and many of, you know, my journey of, I finally hit the point last year of, of, you know, between the insurance industry. We we ran into a problem with Blue Cross Blue Shield, which is one of our like the biggest source of income for our business. <laughs> they just stopped paying us for six months, which is great when you have an overhead to, and people to pay, right? Um, so we dealt with that. We dealt with you know the bank being kind of not very nice uh, around the building, even though I found renters and in the middle of COVID, and eventually got them to buy the building. All this stuff. It just it was a sequela of events, you know. And I re- really didn't want to be doing or in that that line of work anymore, and in, in that field. And dealing with the identity shift of recognizing that because it had been a decade and you know more than a decade since I started school and and really like being a chiropractor became a huge part of my identity, and my health just tanked. You know, I put on weight, I lost my hair, my I was losing my voice like every day. Um, I would come home and not really be able to talk. I legitimately lost it for a couple weekends in a row. Always when we had a big event, there's you know some things tied to that that I've learned now those ways of me trying to self-sabotage in ways because things had grown to a point where I was uncomfortable. And so I I was trying to get myself comfortable again. A lot of us will do that. That's not really the subject of this podcast, but all of that led to me, you know, just recognizing in myself and in so many women that I saw, because I saw a lot of kids and I was a pediatric chiropractor, I saw these moms and older women too, grandmas who were just stressed and not making time for themselves and not healthy. And had no energy and, you know, didn't know how to, to make time for themselves and had a dream, but like no motivation of how to get there or any of that stuff. And so my own journey where, you know, I, I, I went down the roads of like actually seeing some doctors when I got remarried and how health insurance and all the answers were, oh, you're fine. Like, yeah, you just, you know, lose some weight, work out more. And I'm like, that's not the freaking answer. And so I have gotten into doing what I'm doing because i become so frustrated I never was part of western medicine but i really truly believe and feel that western medicine is just not designed to help women handle balancing their hormones and so many of us have normalized so many of the things that are indicators that our hormones are out of whack if you're still menstruating and not through menopause yet it's pms it's knowing full well when your period's coming because you're mean to everybody or you're super bloated or you have horrible cramps or your breasts hurt terribly and, you know, or your cycles are off, maybe they're inconsistent or you have facial hair, like all of that stuff is a sign that hormones are off, right? You don't get consistent periods. Maybe you have acne, like there's all these different things that are, all of those are hormone imbalances. And it tends to be that the Western medical way of dealing that is like, oh, go on birth control or, you know, get an IUD, one of those things so that your body is just being regulated by artificial hormones, all of that has dangers. We don't really need to go into that right now. Most of you know what they are, but you know it increases your risk of cancer. Generally, they're using forms of estrogen that are more predominantly known to, they're not the healthy forms of estrogen. So they're the ones that can cause problems down the road. And your body's having to metabolize all that still. So then your liver's messed up and all that jazz. So we have that going on. And then you know, if you're in menopause or in perimenopause, in the US in particular, we have some of the highest rates of just symptoms and feeling terrible like other other countries other women are not dealing with the extent and the severity of you know night sweats and weight gain and all the, the being tired the like painful sex all of that stuff they're not experiencing that to the level that we are here and there's reasons for that. And often, you know, in that population, cause that's largely who I believe most of our listeners are. And a lot of the women I work with are actually in their forties and fifties and kind of approaching or in that stage of life, you know, they just put you on hormone replacement therapy without ever actually checking your hormones. <laughs> like they don't look at them. <laughs> like, ugh. And so, you know, how can they know? Because a lot of times the women that I, I work with have been put on, even if it's bioidentical stuff, like they've been put on hormones that are skewing their ratios of, you know, progesterone and estrogen. So they're still experiencing symptoms and, or they're having a really hard time losing weight. So, you know, this is is my why I find it really frustrating that this is where we're at. And I know it's possible to balance this stuff without needing to go down the roads of Western medicine. Like, does it exist for a reason? I didn't even touch on the thyroid and that's, that's a whole other conversation, but you know, that's, that's another piece of the pie. Cause I, one in eight women experiences a thyroid problem. If you're through menopause, it's one in three. Like all of us have problems, but they rarely diagnose it because the, the ranges are too broad and they don't actually look at all of the data to get there. So, you know, if you're someone who's listening to this show and you're exhausted or your hair falling out or, you you know can't lose weight or, and you're doing all the things or feel like you've tried everything under the sun and either it just keeps going up or it's, it's not coming down. Or like you woke up one day, like I did, and your pants didn't fit. And you're like, what the heck? all of that is signs of hormone imbalance. And so what I want to talk about today, I wanted to share a little bit of my why, because I find it frustrating and, and there's people talking about this, but it's, you know, we tend to be so surfacey face it. <laughs> surface-y focus, that's what I'm trying to say, surface-focused, symptom-focused in the Western world, in the United States in particular. Europe is a little bit different, not entirely. And we do have some listeners over there. So, And I know many of you relate to this because you listen to my show. Um, so, you know, we tend to be focused on symptoms and it's like, oh, well, how do we fix the symptoms? Usually it's take a pill or, or something. And so, you know, I try really hard to both Help women get relief. And so there are supplements that help with some of that stuff. Yes, I'm not going to talk about them today. Sorry, if you really want to know, send me an email and I'll I'll send you some, some information. But I'm more interested in what's really at the root of why we feel terrible and don't have energy and are overweight and don't have the motivation to do anything about it. And want to be able to hike, you know, the the women I speak to every day are like, I want to be able to hike and play with my kids and my grandkids and do the things and not have the crash in the afternoon and, you know, feel good and confident in my body. And it's not even necessarily about losing weight. It's just like, they want to feel like themselves again. And I know if you're listening to the show, you're probably one of them. So what we're going to talk about today is the five steps to actually do that. And I just want to preface this with, I, um, I'm not going to go into like, it's super large amount of detail on this because it's taking me 10 minutes to get to the introduction here but um over the next five weeks in the free facebook group if you're not in there it's free i don't necessarily love facebook but i show up for that that's pretty much why i have a a, an account we've had a little bit of downtime recently but i'm actually going to take over the next five weeks each of these steps and go into a lot more detail in there so if you're not in the group there's a link to join it in the show notes. join us in there nobody's selling you anything it's it's none of that um and i will be going live every wednesday uh, i go live for wellness wednesday and that's going to be our theme is we're going to do a deep dive into each of these these steps so with that said let's talk about it step one is we got to transform our energy like you cannot do anything differently to start feeling better until you have some energy and some of why we don't have energy is related to our hormones being out of whack yes and and we have to work on all that but there's also ways that our body stores energy and so this is some of the newer stuff i've started teaching and working on myself and talking about but you know we have pockets of and places where we store energy in the body i, I like to call them energy centers there's so seven of them and so they follow the spine but there's you know you have one at your root is number one, your perineum, just kind of below your belly button is the second one. And that all of these are connected to all of our organs too. So the first three have a lot to do with digestive stuff, which we're going to talk about in step three, um, or step two, just kidding. So we have the root, we have number two is just below your belly button. The third is kind of your solar plexus area, like the pit of your gut, kind of where where you feel like either the butterflies, if you're nervous or excited. The fourth is your heart, right behind your sternum. The fifth is at your throat. This has a lot to do with thyroid stuff. The sixth is kind of the back of your skull, like where your throat and your the back of your skull meet, that area, lower part of your brain. And then the uh seventh is kind of in the middle of, of your head in the middle of your brain. And in some some worlds there's you know an eighth center that's just kind of the bigger energy field around us. They've measured all of these. My point with this is if you are someone who tends to be what we call self-less and not focused on yourself you're dealing with selfless syndrome as I talked about on the show often and you're giving and giving and giving and giving all the time you get out of balance in these centers and there's not enough energy and essentially it's our life force literally like we are energy there's not enough of that going you know coming in and so we don't have energy so part of how we start to get energy back is by learning how to tap into these energy fields and and reignite them and we do that with you know emotions and and working through a lot of stuff i've done a lot of work in this i'm not going to go into all the details like i said we're going to talk about this in the group starting this week this comes out on tuesday we're in the group tomorrow if you if you're listening to this on tuesday if if you missed it the recordings will be there it's all good so that's step 1 and that's only part of the the pie you know we've also got our mitochondria are what produce energy in our cells and in our body and so there are ways to start to increase that as well you know naturally without having to to do things but it it looks like starting to tap in and tune into ourselves in a way where we start to increase our energy naturally and start working on you know some of the routines and habits and things that we need to cultivate and maybe you know alter and do things a little bit differently to start increasing that energy but that's the first step, because nothing else is going to make any difference until your energy starts to come up. Number two, that's not entirely true, but it makes a big difference if we feel good, right? And that's generally the first thing that I I hear from women that I work with. Number two is we have to heal our gut. So much of our hormone stuff is involved in the gut. My child decided now it's a good time to interrupt and stomp on the floor, so I apologize. The gut is you know, our liver metabolizes hormones, particularly estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, all of that happens in the gut. Our thyroid is very much dependent on good gut function because the usable part of our thyroid hormone is produced in the gut and converted in the gut. Our there's so much some like our our metabolism, our hunger. Cues, hunger, satiety cues, all of that is hormones that are related to the gut. So we have to have good gut function. I go super deep in this. I've talked about it on the show. You know, we have to look at things like parasites and how toxic we are. You know, if you're constipated or having too frequent of bowel movements, if you're chronically constipated, you know, not going often enough or you kind of swing both ways there's no way your hormones are imbalanced because they're just not able, your body's not able to metabolize them and do the things it needs to do, clear the things it needs to clear and do all that. So, you know, we have to deal with that. That is step two. I have a really detailed process on how I do this. If you can say like, Hey, I have two normal poops a day, at least two to three, then you are good and your gut is working well. Most people can't say that. So that's, and that's kind of a basic, basic look at that. So that's step two. The third one, is we have to balance our brain. And again, this is something new I've been starting talking about more, but you know, to really truly make change that's sustainable and long lasting, we have to start rewiring the connections in our brain and we have to let go of the old patterning that has us stuck in the, the place we are in the first place. You know, I, I think about in healing our gut in particular, I, I, there's two pieces to this. One is how we relate to food and our relationship with food, and the other is how we relate to stress and our relationship with stress, because typically they are combined, and many of us are using food as an emotional outsource, and so we have to start to change those relationships. And so that is part of where rewiring our brain comes in. The other parts have to do with energy and getting you know, our brain detoxed as well in order to have normal function also. brain is where your hypothalamus lives and your hypothalamus is in control of everything related to your hormones in your body so that all has to be working right and so that's the third step is really getting all of that moving and a lot of these kind of work together but we we have to address it from all all perspectives number four is healing emotionally so many of us and and this is specific to trauma i said we were going to talk a little bit more about this i have been Somewhat surprised, not really, but <laughs> somewhat surprised how often, you know, most women that I, I work with, there's, there's like major trauma, right? Like, you know, alcoholism in the family or um, domestic abuse, violence, like all, there, there's that kind of stuff, um, you know, sexual assault, all of those things. And most of us tend to relate to trauma as being that, right? And that, that is certainly a piece of it. However, there's also just day-to-day traumas of of being alive where, you know, if you feel out of control or like you're not in control or you're taken advantage of, or there's many different ways that we are traumatized. And so all of these things, we store the stuff in our body. It depletes our energy. It messes with our systems. It does all this stuff. And so we have to be able to work through a process where we're able to really let go. And not, you know, let go in the sense of, like, I I haven't talked about forgiveness so much on the show, but so many of us tend to relate to the idea of forgiveness as letting someone off the hook. But really, it's about us. And there's so many studies out there now that show the connection between trauma, between emotions, negative emotions in particular, like low level emotions, which are shame, guilt, you know, grief, all of that stuff, hatred, fear, all those things are, are kind of those lower level things that are depleting your energy, but also end up causing their they're being found to be the root cause of things like cancer and you know heart disease and a lot of the the top killers in our society are actually related to that so we have to be able to work through that stuff so that we have full balance and you know full regulation of our nervous system of our brain's ability to send messages and the body to do with those messages what it needs to do with which is what rebalancing the brain also had to do with in the third step so you know step four is, is kind of building on that and then the fifth thing is, I haven't come up with a good name for this yet, because like I said, I just came up with this process, but or not really, like I've always been doing this, but we've boiled it down to really be succinct in how we look at it. But essentially it comes down to your ability and capacity to lead yourself. Because this is something I talk about with the women in my program all the time. You know, We have group calls and this tends to be where this comes up the most, is we have to be able and willing to lead ourselves and to stand against the grain. Because when you're talking about approaching health in this direction and not, you know, just taking the pill or the birth control or the hormone replacement therapy or, you know, whatever it is, when you're doing something different and committing to a different lifestyle and maybe you're eating differently. And again, like I, you know, I'm not about like, here, eat this diet. It's it's about finding what works for you and in your body and has you feel good and feel healthy. When you're doing that, it's really easy to be challenged (laughs) by society, right? And like, I can't tell you how many times my husband's like, why can't you just eat McDonald's? I'm like, oh my God, I haven't had McDonald's since I was a kid and I'm not going to start now. Um, But you know, you have to be willing to lead yourself and others. And so there's a big part of this healing process that involves really getting in touch with yourself, being challenged, being uncomfortable and being willing to grow in that process and and that is you know ultimately what leads you to sustainability and true commitment and not being overwhelmed by feeling like you're always on a diet or doing something with food is is we have to to a you know go on a journey of self-discovery and, and find that like help our body physically heal but we also need to be willing to grow as a woman in the world and stand up for you know who we really are and be the light I, I always share the quote by marian Williamson you know we have to shine our light because by doing so we give permission to those around us to do the same and it's not our the whole quote is you know it's our deepest fear it's not that we are inadequate it is that we are powerful beyond measure it's not our light but our um but the dark that you know comes in and we have to be willing to let our light shine i'm paraphrasing here but you can google it if you want to so those are the five things that if you really are serious about getting your hormones in balance and doing all those things. And is it helpful to have labs? And, you know, absolutely. Like I do all that stuff with my clients and and it's helpful objective data. It doesn't really change how I go about pro- approaching things in terms of the framework. It, it might individualize some stuff with supplements and, you know, certain things we focus on more than others. But ultimately, if you're really serious about having your body, like feel good and have energy and able to do the things you love to do and all of that stuff this is the framework that we have to work in this is what i've been doing this is what i did with myself this is what i've been doing with the women that i work with now and i want to be able to you know have more women be able to come into that world and and take that journey so the last thing i wanted to share with this is you know get in the free group because i'm going to dive into each of these things in a lot more depth in there over the next five weeks links in the show notes (laughs) um it's called the emergent women community i think i don't even know what i named it but anyways you'll find it link is in the show notes and the other thing is you know if you're like i'm just ready to go on this journey and this process i am launching in the next two weeks a group version of what i do with it with this new framework so this is simplified i felt like my my journey. My program had just gotten way too complicated because I just keep adding things to it. So we're simplifying, we're kind of reframing all of this and we're going on this journey together. If you want more details, more information, I can say it's it's 12 months. It's not like a, a little commitment. You have a year to work through it. It's group. Plus you get someone ati- one time with me and we go through this process and you know, I can give you all the nuances, but if this is something that speaks to you and you feel like you're in a place where you are ready to do this and you want some help in doing that, you can jump in. Um, send me an email. My email is in here. It's Dr. Alex at emergentwomencoaching.com. And I would be happy to just have that conversation and help you figure out if it's a fit for where you're at right now. Not selling anything. If it's a fit, awesome. This is my passion and my joy is to help women not only you know heal, but also grow in themselves and who they are in the world and really step into who they be. So with that, I'm going to wrap this up for this week. I look forward to seeing you in the group. Please send me an email if this is speaking to you right now, and let's just have a conversation. And with that, we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to emerge the health podcast for busy high-performing women where we provide you with the tools information and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed overworked and overweight to vibrant energetic and on fire if you enjoyed the show please head over to itunes to subscribe and also leave us a review also i don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week i want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.